This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. I want you to guess what we're going to be covering today. Here's a hint. It involves people who aren't who they say they are. Nice. Fake murder. What's it about? New movies, TV shows, something like that? Not quite. Think more... Think more aquatic. Aquatic. Oh, Steve Zizit? Wait, Bill Murray killed someone? Oh, the shark! No, not Bill Murray or the shark. But you're on the right track. Think seafood. You know, I never trusted a fucking Gorton's fisherman. No, what? No. Like, fictional people who have an exaggerated effect on real ones. Oh, okay, I got it. 39 episodes in and we're finally doing a show about Jesus. Forget it. Project Humanoid, this is Murder My Dude. I'm BP Burr. And I'm Bill Murray. I could be doing a podcast with Bill Murray right now. I would just put my hand over your eyes and say, nobody will believe you. <laughs> no one will ever believe you did a podcast with me. That's true, though. I wouldn't believe it either. I'm actually Jackson Wells. A.K.A. Bill Murray. I wish I was drinking scotch. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jackson Wells, and I drink scotch. I wish, I want to do that. I want to I want to start wearing like a... Uh, what do they call those those uh, robes that uh, Hefner wore? Smoking jacket? Yeah, like a smoking jacket. I have a fancy little dog. Mm-hmm. You carry in one hand and a yeah. glass of scotch in the other. Yeah. And a cigar that somebody just holds for you. No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it myself. I ain't going to hold the cigar, the dog. And the- I guess you could hold the scotch with the cigar in the same hand. Like- Maybe if I have like Triumph, the insult, co- he'll hold the cigar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But then he'll smoke it on you too. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, those are the those are the problems the rich and famous face. I wish I was rich and famous. I now, wish I was rich. If you were rich and famous, uh-huh. would you live uh, pretty much the same life that you're living now? No. Really? No. I I would be having a lot of personal trainers coming in. I would be uh, going through a strict dietary regimen. <laughs> you look like uh, fucking Dolph uh, Lundgren in yes. Rocky IV. <laughs> Be, me full of steroids. Yeah, <laughs> Fine. I I would see. I would still. I, I would dye my hair like Surfer Sting. You probably would. Just wear velour yeah, tracksuits track all the time at all times. Yeah, all times. I would be a communist. Actually, no, because I would have money. Yeah, I would be a capitalist. You, you know, it's funny. They they say uh, a lot of those kids from that that uh, Wall Street Occupy Wall Street. Uh-huh. A lot of those kids are bankers now. Oh wow. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I mean, like, hippies grew up to be, like... Bankers. Yeah. yeah like, you're, you're, a lot of your Trump supporters, now a lot of your hardcore Republicans were hippies in the 60s. Yeah. Until they grew up and they, they realized the... the What's that old thing? If you're not a liberal when you're 20, you have no heart. If you're not a conservative when you're 30, you have no brain. I guess I have no brain. Um, 
what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. All right. So what's this episode about? Uh, catfishing. 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 We didn't really figure Cat- it out in the beginning. Gotcha. Are you familiar with the, the, catfishing? the film yeah. and the TV series Catfish? Oh, well, you know it. You know I am a big, uh, big, uh, that, that's why I'm wearing my, uh, my gray wig today. Uh-huh. That you didn't point out. I didn't. I didn't know if you wanted people to know. Yeah. Like Max. I mean, he's not on the show anymore. Is there a show anymore? I know they're doing that yeah. ghosted show. Is Neve still on it? Because didn't he get like accused of like improper conduct with a person? Uh, doesn't was... everybody today? Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I am gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm, it, I'm gonna be one of these guys. You're gonna go really? Oh no! Here it comes. I know you're thinking. Please don't say it. Please don't say it. But on this show, I always say it. You do. I always say it. I always say what I shouldn't say. You're going to use process of elimination on this who died the way. <laughs> it's called weeding out the shit. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Uh, no, the, the way I see it is, is uh, I think anybody that gets accused of these uh, things mm-hmm. should keep their jobs until you find out that they actually did it. You know, until they're actually guilty. Then, I, like, uh, what, what's that? Antonio Brown? Yeah. Uh, the football player? Mm-hmm. Look, man. If he did it, fuck him, you know, throw him in jail. But until then, until we know that that he actually did it, or Neve or anybody else, you know, let them fucking do their shit. You know, let them let them continue to to do their job, and then and then let's because we talked about this before about how like it just leaves a you know stigma. Uh, mm-hmm. There, there's going to be this you know bad fucking shit attached to it. One, you know, even if you. F- even if you're found guilt uh, innocent, you know you're still going to be looked at as guilty by people. I don't know what happened. I don't know the. I don't know Neve's yeah, case. Yeah, I think it was somebody that was like not like the person that was going on there because they thought they might be being catfish. I think it was like somebody that was involved with it. It might have even been the person that they um, that was the catfisher or somebody associated with them. I'm not no sure. Idea. But have you uh, ever been catfished? No. Oh. Um, I have been. Okay. And just so... Oh, I, oh okay. Well, no, no, this, to, we're going to set the table real quick, and then we'll get to your story. If you don't know what catfishing is, I'm surprised. But I, I'm going to guess there are a few people in the world who may not know what that term means. It is when somebody is... Goes down to, to the river, and you're an old black man. Catfishing. Catfishing. Mm-hmm. That's the only... You know, growing up, it's the only time I ever fucking knew what catfish was. I think we had a, a little catfish in a fish tank one time. Really? Yeah. Like I just it, knew the black people love going to rivers and eating uh, fucking catfish. Never. I don't think I've ever had catfish. No, I never had. I know either. it's a big southern, like a, yeah, a big black thing and a big southern thing. Yeah, they have. Uh, get, yeah, it's big like sandwiches, and then they tried like they tried doing some like basically uh, tofu type catfish fucking sandwich. Huh. So stupid. Like just I re- eat a fucking fish. I you rem- fucking pansy fucks. <laughs> I remember there was a movie. And I think it was like a, one of those things where the guy made the movie about his own life. It was about this guy who was a, an Asian kid raised by a black family. And it was called Catfish and Black Bean Sauce. Which sounds delicious. Okay. Uh, it's funny you bring up that whole uh, like uh, fake catfish, though. Because you know the quarterback, Cam Newton, right? The uh, the football player for the Panthers? Yeah, we're really going to get off track today. Yeah. Well, this is about cat. This is about, well, oh, meat. Uh, okay. This is about meat, not catfishing. Uh, there's a great story for catfishing, no murder, but there's a great story for ca- catfishing in football. 
Um, he just hurt his foot, and they're saying like his vegan diet is interfering with his recovery, making it take longer. And he used to be a pescatarian, but now he's gone the full vegan. They're like, yeah, you got to start eating fish again. Mm. But but that's not the catfish we're talking about. We're talking about the act of somebody being lured into a online or over the phone, not face to face romantic relationship by somebody pretending to be somebody they're well, not. I don't know about lured. I, I I'm not gonna ever. We're not lured into, but they they wind up getting into uh, under false pretenses. They enter yeah. into a relationship uh, with somebody who is pretending to be somebody they're not, or they just talk to somebody, or they just talk to somebody. Yeah. Like the, the one I was thinking of in football. There's this. I don't know if he's even still in the NFL anymore. Teo. Monty Teo, yeah. He yeah. was a linebacker for Notre Dame. Yeah, I remember that. And he had this girlfriend, Lene Kakua. And um, his girlfriend, there's this whole big thing before one of the big games Notre Dame was in where he was, t- he was dedicating the, the game to his girlfriend because she died in a car accident. And then later on, it just came out that the girl didn't exist. Hmm. It was actually a dude he was talking to whose cousin was a pro football quarterback. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but but that's what catfishing is, and you said it happened to you. So oh, it's, and- it's happened many times, not just once. Mm-hmm. It's happened many times. Um, <clears throat> mostly, it'll be like some girl who sends out I, it, this. So so for me, it was always some like chubby girl who I guess didn't feel confident enough in her looks. And somehow we'll blame. Some, you know, society, you right. know, because that's what happens today. It's like, society made me feel ugly, so I catfished you. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, like, instead of just owning the fact that you lied to somebody and felt shitty about yourself and sent pictures, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't send out, I never sent out fake pictures of myself, and I always felt shitty about myself. Right. <clears throat> when dating. Uh, the first time it ever happened to me that I can remember was... Um, as a matter of fact, I used to hang out at your house and I would go on the computer and I would talk to this girl and she, this is, she lived in Collingdale and which is where we, we were living at the time. Right. And, uh, yeah, we lived in Collingdale and she lived in Collingdale and I ended up actually dating this girl too. Her name is uh, Courtney. It doesn't matter. Whatever. She, uh, we brought up an old neighbor uh, of ours that died, uh, Mike, mm-hmm. on a previous episode. She actually dated him for a minute, too. Hmm. Um, but this girl started, like, I started talking to her. I don't know how I met her, like, probably AOL Instant Messenger or something or uh-huh. AOL or whatever. And anyway, uh, long story short, she sends me pictures of um, Carrie Russell. Okay. <laughs> yeah, saying it was her. And I didn't know who the freak. Carrie Russell, trying to watch my language here. Uh, I didn't know who Carrie Russell was. That, that's a dangerous game to play. Like, all you have to do is turn on the WB at a certain time and be like, Courtney? Right. <laughs> your, your name is really Felicity. <laughs> uh, but I didn't I didn't watch that stuff. So may, maybe that's what it was. Maybe she was just like, oh, I'm just going to send Carrie Russell because right. he'll be like, oh, you're Carrie Russell. And then I was an idiot. Maybe she was like, oh, this dude's an idiot. And then I was just like, oh, you're fucking hot. You know, some stupid shit. <laughs> <coughs> and um, anyway, for the longest time, she just didn't want to reveal herself uh, to me. And then she did. And then we started hanging out and, you know. So whatever. you didn't know her like personally before that? Before that? No. No, I never knew. Uh, she just faked, faked the funk. You know what I mean? With a nasty dunk. Yeah. And then like, 
And then there was another girl who did it, but this girl went further. Because, mm-hmm. uh, see, so Courtney didn't know uh, Carrie Russell. So she couldn't get Carrie Russell to hold up, like, fake, right. like you know, signs and shit. Mm-hmm. But there was this other girl later on who I ended up, like, meeting and hooking up with. Uh, she started sending pictures of this other girl and even, like, wrote, like, Jack, like, on a piece of uh, paper. It was, like, holding it up and all this stuff. Here, what happened was she, because she confessed to all of it, um, she just got somebody she knew who was, like, super pretty to mm-hmm. pose as her oh, wow. for pictures and, like, would, would you know, put whoever's name on the, like, on the sign and hold it up. And then she would, you know, do all the talking, like, as that person. Right. Um, and I was like, why? Like, why? And it just, but it would keep happening and keep happening and keep happening. And it still happens to this day. Oh, yeah. People, you would think it would be harder now because you would think people would be onto it more just you could, because. You could reverse image search. And there's, like, FaceTime and, like, video chat and stuff now. And Well, if you watch uh, the show Catfish, they always claim that their uh, their phone is broken or... You know, something... Right, and you would think people would be like, no, bullshit, catfish. I've right. seen the show. Well, then they won't have a TV show if they say that. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Then again, the people who are on the show are suspecting already, like, okay, this is probably something. Because isn't, like, the catfish batting percentage of it actually being the real person, like, crazy low? I have no idea. I, I don't I don't dabble in numbers, beeps. Okay. All right? I don't dabble in numbers, all right? Uh, what I do know is people are crazy. They are. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I don't trust anybody. Like, even if, even if there's somebody who's just like a four and they sent me a picture, I'm like, yeah, you're probably lying. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're probably, um, you're probably a, a cat. Yeah. Or a fish. You're, <laughs> it's probably, you're probably a six. You just have low self-esteem. So you're even lying about that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that happens? Like, like, like people who are even famous. I'm too fucking like, hot. Do you think there's a fish cat situation? Like. Maybe no the fish maybe, cat. Yeah, I like it. It's reverse. Maybe it's like a yeah, like maybe, not even like that. It's like cat dog. Not yeah. It's a new cartoon coming to Nickelodeon. Fish cat. But like not even like they're too hot or maybe even that. But like they're famous. Just say it's like a big celebrity, right? And they're like, no, I want to really meet somebody. Like Russell Crowe's like, ah, oh, shit, mate. Yeah, you know, he's like, fuck, like I want to meet somebody, but I can't be Russell Crowe, so I'm. Russell Crowe. Why Russell Crowe? He's like 60. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I have no idea. I never know anything. I don't think they call it catfishing in Australia. It's probably called like kangaroo wallaby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going kangaroo wallaby. <laughs> we actually have listeners in Australia. We probably shouldn't be doing this. We, yeah, let's not, let's not offend that one guy <laughs> who fucking, who happened uh, by, by accident upon our fucking show. Yeah. You need to take that? No, it's just uh Okay. It's one of those uh messages you get from like Bernie Sanders asking for like ten bucks. I don't. I told them all I was on the Yang wagon. Did you really? No, I didn't. Oh man, that would be great. I, I don't get them a lot. I, I uh, got like I get like one every once in a blue moon. This is from like three years ago. I I've I've been getting these things. It's uh-huh. like, oh you Can we count on you? Yeah, no. No, <laughs> no you can't. <laughs> My own family can't. Why can't why can you fucking millionaire Bernie? There shouldn't be any billionaires, though. No, millionaires are okay. Though. Yeah. Not billionaires. Not billionaires. Uh, the silly things the, the left and right say these days. Well, anyway, so uh, I, I don't know about uh, uh, Australia or or wherever, whatever gonna, key, Kiwi place you were talking they're about. 
No, Kiwi is New Zealand. Yeah, same shit. Uh, uh, but, but why don't we uh, head over to another sunny place over in Florida? Oh, yeah, for this week in murder. Yeah. And this isn't a game. This is a real story. No Florida Man game here. Uh, this you gotta week, pay for that. This week in murder, Florida Man accused in a botched murder plot and has been denied bond. And this this story comes via WVEC, ABC 13 News in Virginia Beach. And Madeline Schmidt was a writer here. Oh, I've been there. Prosecutors say Henry Herbig, 65, drove hundreds of miles planning to kill his estranged wife, only to be shot and paralyzed by her daughter. We do a lot of guns are bad stories. This is like kind of that fair play. Here's a story where the gun was a good thing. Um, but the guns are always a good thing. Not always, but they can be. Mm. Like, in the right hands. Eh, okay. Henry Herbig, a Florida man accused in a murder scheme targeting his estranged wife, was paralyzed during the September 8th. Again, these aren't exactly, like, this week in murder. It's more he was denied bail this week. The September 8th incident on Bunsen Drive in Virginia Beach. In court, prosecutors revealed new details of the crime, suggesting Herbig had a well-thought-out plan to murder his estranged wife. However, it was botched. Mm. Allegedly armed with a gun, wrench, and wooden baton. <laughs> he did it in the kitchen. <laughs> Professor Herbig Plum. I think Herbig is his first name. It's Henry Herbig Plum. Okay. Uh, had um, a well-thought-out plan. A gun, wrench, and wooden baton. Yes. His plan fell apart when police say the, the woman's adult daughter shot Herbig in self-defense. The state said Herbie drove from his home in Pace, Florida, towing a second car loaded up with garbage bags, duct tape, zip ties, and extra gas so he wouldn't have to stop. He only used cash as well. So this guy had this planned out. Right. And he, because I think he would make, make it look like a robbery or something. Yeah. And the one thing that stopped him, in all fairness, is that the daughter, or his estranged wife's daughter, his stepdaughter, was packing. She couldn't do it with a wooden baton? apparently not maybe she could have uh, it's just laziness you need to be more inventive yeah like having a fucking wooden baton and a, but he had a gun too a, a wooden baton also known as a stick by the way it's a it's, stick it's 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 not a fucking twig all right it's not like you just fucking go out and find a wooden baton uh wouldn't it usually if it's an old uh mm -hmm. If it's an old police baton, a lot of them have the handle. Like, you know, remember the um, uh, big boss man in wrestling? Yeah. Do you remember wrestling? Yeah, the nightstick. Yeah, right? we never talk about that. Uh, never. He would have a nightstick, right? You know yeah. it was fake, right? What's that? Wrestling, the nightstick? It's fake. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is fake? Movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. People watch those, too. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like a soap opera. Yeah, I know. That's mm -hmm. why I watch it. Right. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah. Uh... The the nightstick that the big boss man had, it's a fucking baton. Wasn't it, like, supposed to be, like, steel or something, though? Or was it supposed to well, be wooden? Well, those, no, the kind he had was, was what, I'm sure they have other kinds of, uh... Like a billy club? Graphite. Yeah. <laughs> some, some fucking, yeah, billy, well, like, there's, there's different things. Like, you used to have the ones that are just handheld, and then... You know, just you just grab by it like like a small baseball bat. Yeah, I think and that would be like a billy club. And then you had the ones that had the, it was almost like an L shaped kind of like it went mm -hmm. up, but then it had like a bar coming off the side. Yeah, like a like a really messed up T where the one part of the T is really short and way on the one end. 
Or like if it's like a lowercase t, but the one half of the fucking t that comes out fell off. Right, yeah. Or it's like a, a jacked up L. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's an L, but it's just shifted down. Eh, whatever. Uh, that Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that that's what a baton would be. Okay. Right? Yeah. When I'm not thinking of like twirling batons for mm-hmm. like, you know. Cheerleading. Like, yeah. What's that guy's name? The wrestler? The, okay. the baton guy? I... I'm drawing a blank here. No, uh, he, he Archibald Peck. Oh yeah, Marchie Archie. Yeah, yeah, Marchie Archie. R. D. Evans. He also did. Well, he have a yeah. Oh, you're fucking saying that like like, like somebody's going. Oh, fucking R. D. Evans. Now I now yeah. I know who it is. Nobody. <laughs> Maybe really big Ring of Honor fans. Yeah. All right. Both of them. So let's get back into uh, and yeah, his idea as I said was he was going to make it look like a robbery. Uh, another big and this is like. As we record this, this just happened today. Uh, as we record this, it's October 1st. Uh, we're coming up very fast on the first anniversary of Murder, My Dude. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber Geiger, convicted of murder for killing Botham Jean. Oh, uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, the old drummer for, uh, for Led Zeppelin. Uh, John Paul, no, no, who, oh, John Bonham. Oh, you should be show, show, so ashamed of yourself. John Bonham, okay. No, no, John Paul Jones was different. He yeah. was the bass player. Uh, thanks. No. thanks, thanks for being so slow okay. on the uptake there that you fucking <laughs> just stopped and you looked at me like, what are you saying? No, this is Botham, and that's his first name, I believe. It's a weird name. And it might be Jean, because I think he's from like some kind of like islandy. Jean, Pacific, yeah. Or not Pacific, like a West Indies or something like that, I'm not sure. Oh, like uh, Jean, what the fuck is, what was his name? Um, Jean-Pierre Lafitte? No, no, no. Oh. We're talking about West Indies and shit. Uh, oh, S.D. Jones. No. John. John. Uh, the Fugees. Oh, Wyclef Jean. Yeah, Wyclef Jean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. Because there's like a French influence there, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Uh, lots of Wyclefs over in France. <laughs> and there's a lot of Z-Clefs, too, and, and B-Clefs. And, mm. Yeah. Uh, so this comes to us via the Dallas Morning News, uh, specifically Jennifer Emily, Lavendrick Smith, Dana Branham, and Charles Scudder worked on this one. And uh, this was literally just happened today, as I said, as we're recording this. A Dallas County jury on Wednesday convicted fired police officer Amber Geiger of murder for fatally shooting Botham Jean, we're going to go with, in his apartment last year. Geiger... Oh, you remember this story? I know this story. Yeah. Geiger, 31, fatally shot 26-year-old Jean in his apartment last year. She said she mistook his apartment for her own and thought Jean was a burglar. Mm -hmm. She is the first Dallas officer convicted of murder since the 1970s. And yeah, so basically what happened is she had just gotten done a 14 and a half hour shift. And apparently the parking lot in this um, apartment complex was very strange. And sometimes people would get off on the wrong floor. And this guy lived, they didn't know each other, but he lived directly above her apartment. Like, just say, as an example, she was apartment 3A, he was 4A. Yeah. So she got off on the wrong floor, went to the door that would be, like, his door, which would be right above her door. It would be the right door on on her her floor. And I guess his door was unlocked or something. She went right in and freaked out that there was this black dude in her apartment and shot him. And she is, uh, which is, which I believe, because she was also freaked out about the new furniture she got, right? And it was all rearranged, and yeah, and the new rug that was outside the red carpet in front of her door that she didn't have, and um, she said that um, 
I think her argument was like that she thought he was advancing on her, but they did like analysis of the bullet trajectory, and he was either getting up off of his couch because he was just literally sitting on his couch eating ice cream. Uh, he was. Well, either, that's usually what burglars do. Yes, he was either getting up off of the couch or cowering in fear when he was shot. <laughs> They're not sure which. So, what do you think the story is here? I think um, she was overworked. She was like stressed out, and it was just an instinct thing. Like, oh shit, fire! Um, so you do kind of believe her her story that that she did think she was in the wrong. Uh, possibly, yeah. I don't think she like decided to go into some guy's house, uh, apartment and just shoot him for no reason. And uh, Geiger's defense team had urged the jury to, quote, think coolly and calmly about the case, which they cast as a tragic mistake. And they have said that Geiger made a, quote, series of horrible mistakes that led to her shooting Jean out of fear for her life. That's the part I don't buy. I don't know if she was afraid for her life. Um, I mean, you know, look, I'm going to give, I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I know that if you're overworked, it's, it's such a weird thing. If you're over, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe she, she was fucking scared. Maybe she's tired as fuck. She opens up the door, sees a dude's like, what the fuck? Pulls a gun out. But I mean, if he was eating ice cream. He's not posing a fucking threat. Right, and that She could be like, get the fuck out of my place, and he could be like, whoa, I, I, this is my place. Right. You know, we don't know if there was a, a, an argument like that. We don't know what what really happened. But if they, if, I mean, she was, she was, uh, convicted of, of, of murder. murder? Not, yeah, because she was up on murder and manslaughter charges, and they charged her, or convicted her of murder. murder. Right. Not manslaughter. Yeah, no, other people are like, yeah, this is pre-planned. This is premeditated. I don't know. I don't know if if that was even brought up. Um, what what like what degree? Uh, I'm not I'm not sure about that. I know she's facing. It's funny in Texas. It's for murder, five to ninety nine years in jail. I don't think it's first degree murder because I don't think she's facing the death penalty. And in Texas, you get the death penalty for jaywalking. So I don't think it's like the highest degree of murder. It's probably one down. Yeah. Now, if it was, if it was, let's let's play this game. If it was the other fucking way around, and it was a black person who killed a white person, they would have executed them already, right on there on on the yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. He would have been fucking dead. Um, I think it's fucked up. I don't know that it was pre-planned. It could have just been she was overworked over time. But you know what? You don't just get fucking take a, a person's life because. Right. Because you thought that you were in your apartment that just looks different now all of a sudden. And apparently there was, apparently there was saying something like she was sexting with her, like one of her co-workers or something on the way into the apartment. And it's like, okay, how tired was she if she's <laughs> like exchanging dirty pictures with uh, somebody that she works with? And then um, like the whole defense argument was that you can't argue self-defense because she wasn't being threatened. Um, she walked into somebody else's apartment, whether she realized it or not, and and shot the guy. Right. And then uh, they say she had other options besides killing him, like you were saying, like, hey, what the fuck, get out of my apartment. Yeah. And that she acted unreasonably by failing to notice that she wasn't at her apartment. Yeah. Uh, it just shows that she was probably a shitty fucking cop, too. Yeah, she'd been a cop for, like, four years, and who knows how, how good that was. All right. Yeah, you never. It, it, but I mean, it's it's one of those things where 
obviously because it's a police officer and because of the racial thing it's a heavily politicized story. Of course it is. And, um, of course it is. You know, and you're always going to hear like blue lives matter. And, you know, it, it, there's always a double standard. Um, nobody's pushing for her to, to get the death penalty. No, no, of course not. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. They're, those, those, um, by the way, I feel like, I'm sorry. I feel like I've been uh, a little too far away from the microphone. Um, let me just let's let's adjust our volume. Let's take us bring us down a little bit. All right, I can I can lower us down yeah, a little bit here, down a little bit. and I'll lower the master volume, yeah. and that should be a little bit better. Okay, I just want to adjust myself here. All right, well let's let's move on from uh, actually bring up the master volume a little bit. Yes, test. There we go. All right, good. Good with your yeah. Uh, yeah I think we're good. Oh no, I meant with your cup. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, it's empty. So yeah, oh, I was just getting out of the way so I could see what I was doing when I was. Oh, you put it adjusting the volume. Probably put it back then. It's empty. Put down that red cup. I know it's empty. That's why I'm saying put it down. You don't need to hold it. Uh, speaking of red, have you heard about uh, Red Swan? No. Yeah, they're the uh, they're the parent company of the Snarkremark dot shop. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, if you listen to this podcast before, then uh, then you know what the Snarkremark dot shop is. Do you? Do you know what it is? I do. Yeah. Well, let me tell you again. Starkremark.shop is an Etsy shop offering buttons, lapel pins, magnets, vinyl decals, and more. Uh, the most popular item is the custom lapel pin with your face on it for $9.99. They even have digital protest signs you can download and print yourself in minutes. Well, who's in charge of this fine establishment, you may ask? Well, that's my pal, Tate. She's been my, uh, been my go-to artist for years. She's reliable, she's easy to work with, and uh, she has a five-star average on Etsy to back it up. Add promo code MMD10 for an additional 10% off. The snarkremark.shop. Give snark, get laughs. You know, I've always wanted to get laughs, and I never can do it. Well, just go to go so, there, and that's where you get the that's laughs from. I, I think I'm going to do that, yeah. But I'm not going to do it under my real name. I'm not going to do it under BP Burke. I'm going to make a fake identity. Really? And it's going to be the funniest man that ever lived. Me? Yes. Hmm. All right. I'm going to be Bill Murray. Wait, that's not my funniest man that ever lived. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be Larry David. (laughs) Groucho David. Larry David's up there. He's up there. Groucho's definitely up there. I don't know if anybody has better like one-liners or, or is, was as quick as Groucho. Oh no, his timing was unbelievable. He he might be the best as far as that goes. Yeah. Well, all right. Enough about all that funny stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to something that's not funny. Someone dies here. That's not funny. It depends on who it is, right? This guy didn't deserve it. Um, I don't think. So this is our feature story for this week. It's uh, about Thomas Montgomery, Brian Barrett, and Tall Hot Blonde, or sorry, Tall Hot Blonde, uh, T-A-L-H-O-T-B-L-O-N-D, Tall Hot Blonde. Yeah. So when I saw the name right there, I, I just wasn't paying attention, and I thought it said, like, Tall Hot? Tall Hot Blonde? I was like, Tall Hot? What the hell is that? Yeah. Tall Hot Blonde. I thought it was some, like, Indian name or something, like. <laughs> Talbot or Talha. 
Tall, tall, hot, blonde. And this is one of the more famous cat... I I had never heard of it, but this is one of the more famous catfishing murder stories. Uh, There was a documentary made about this in 2009, which I think may have been before Catfish came out, or around the same time. And then there was also a... uh, uh, Just a regular TV movie, I think it was on Lifetime, or one of those channels about this. And, okay. and one of the amazing things about catfishing stories is how normal the people involved can seem from a distance. Case in point, ex-Marine Thomas Montgomery. He's a Sunday school teacher in his mid-40s who was married with two children, worked in a factory. He was the vice president of his local swim club, and he spent most of the time he, he was uh, doing online playing games on the website Pogo.com. I remember Pogo. My dad, I think, used to go on Pogo a lot. Yeah, I, I, I looked it up when I was doing this. It's still around. Yeah, but he, he, was, he was a regular on Pogo.com. Okay. Despite the surface-level normality, Thomas was going through a bit of a, midnight, a midlife crisis in the year 2005. Not a midnight crisis. Not a midnight crisis. He just wanted a snack. Or a midwife crisis. Yeah. I need somebody to take care of my children. Right. A midlife crisis. Gotcha. Uh, in fact, all, all accounts are this guy was a really good dad. Like, a really good dad. Uh, unhappy and poker player. Yeah. Unhappy with the typical pitfalls of getting older, weight gain, hair loss, the whole thing. Uh, I know it. Uh, Thomas created Tommy, and Tommy was an 18-year-old in peak physical condition, all set to ship off to Iraq. Because again, this is 2005, we're right in the midst of the Iraq War. And uh, Thomas himself, the real Thomas, had never saw combat as a Marine, but Tommy was going to. He was kind of living out his fantasy of actually going to war as a Marine. Okay. And he made the uh, screen name, the Pogo.com handle, Marine Sniper, for the new improved Tommy. And uh, this is uh, 2005. Mm-hmm. And how old is this guy? Uh, at this point, he's 45, I believe. Oh. And it was in this Pogo chat that Marine Sniper got involved with Tall, Hot, Blonde, Big Five Zero. Okay. <laughs> Her real name was Jessica. Jesse, for short. Okay. So but it, not. Tall. And again, tall, T-A-L, hot, blonde, with no at the end, and then big 50. Okay. And Jesse, tall, hot, blonde, was a 17-year-old at the time from West Virginia, and she consoled Marine Sniper after Thomas unraveled a heavy backstory. Tommy was 12 years old when his mom died, and he had enlisted in the Marine Corps in an effort to straighten up his life after raping a cheerleader. And a lot of this stuff was taken from Thomas's real life. He was accused of rape when he was like 16, 17. His mom did die when he was 12. So he was basically taking his life and and, uh, and putting it into this story for, for Tommy, Marine Sniper. Okay. And as Tommy and Jesse grew closer, Thomas sent 30-year-old pictures of himself as a Marine to Jesse, who was now using the name Peaches underscore 06 underscore 17. And so yeah, he 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 sent real pictures of himself, but they were thirty-year-old pictures. And that's how how uh, bad the cameras were back in two thousand five <laughs> that you could pass all, you know, you could fucking pass these thirty-year-old pictures as present-day pictures. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jesse reciprocated. She sent pictures of herself in short skirts and swimwear and things like that. Nothing. I don't think she sent anything like too racy. Like I don't think there were any nudes exchanged. Right. Uh, but she would send like little kind of. Saucy, I will say saucy pictures. Okay. And when Tommy enlisted and was off to Iraq, apparently that's when, uh, I guess, at that point, Thomas was like, just going to be done with it. That was his out. Like, oh, I'm going to Iraq. Bye. Right. But he couldn't let go. 
he couldn't stop. And he started coming in as Thomas Sr., who was Tommy's father, and would work as an intermediary between the two, between Tommy and Jesse. And Thomas Sr. would be the one that would get packages and letters that Jesse would send to Tommy. He said he had contacts in the Marines because he was a Marine, too. At this point, he's basically playing himself as Tommy Sr. Right. And he would be able to get anything that they would send to him out to Tommy in Iraq. And Tommy and Jesse would speak on the phone all the time. They exchanged gifts and letters. Jesse even sent a pair of her underwear in one exchange. So, so this 17-year-old girl uh-huh. doesn't realize what a 45-year-old guy sounds like. I guess not. Or thinks that this 45-year-old guy sounds like an, like an 18-year-old. Uh-huh. All right. And Jesse and Tommy went back and forth like this for over a year. Uh, with Tommy even proposing to Jesse along the way. Jesse would uh, make little videos with music, and she sent like little lockets like Jesse and Tommy forever and things like that. Aww. And Thomas became obsessed and spent more and more time communicating with Jesse. Do you think Thomas got jealous of Tommy? Well, he was, I think, they, he said he was just as enamored with Tommy as he was with Jesse. Like, he just, what, he wanted to be Tommy. Right. Like, course. he wasn't jealous of him, he wanted to be him. Well, that's um, that, that's okay, why he would yeah. be jealous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he delved more and more into his persona. In fact, in early 2006, Thomas wrote a note to himself. Do you do you think that I'm not jealous of 19 year old me? Oh fuck yeah, 19 year old me. I was like 100 pounds fucking thinner than what I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know there there was other things that I didn't have. Like I don't I don't you know when I'm 19 I don't have my kids. You know, but I had. And I have more confidence now. Right. You know, because I, if I could go back and, and, and reclaim like that life that I had when I was 19, dude, my life would be, if I could go back and give myself advice. Right. And, you know, go back and talk to 19 year old me. Mm-hmm. One, I'd probably be like, who the fuck are you? You're old bald creep. <laughs> yeah. You old fat weirdo. Get the fuck away from me. But if I could and could get through my life today would be so different. But but in some cases I wouldn't even want it to be different, right? Because then I wouldn't have you know it's like that butterfly effect thing, yep. you know. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, I'm definitely je- jealous of nineteen year old me though, you know. Mm-hmm. There was uh, no shortage of the vagina, catfishing or catfish vagina or not. Yeah. There was lots of vagina, and I love vagina, even if it smells like catfish. catfish right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, in early 2006, Thomas wrote a note to himself, and it was, quote, On January 2nd, 2006, Tom Montgomery, 46 years old, ceases to exist and is replaced by an 18-year-old battle-scarred Marine. He is moving to West Virginia to be with the love of his life. So, somehow he wanted to become Tommy. I don't know how he's going to pull this off. Hair plugs and exercise, maybe, I don't know. But he wanted to become Tommy. Yeah, that's it's 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 uh, it's fantasy. Like, yeah. Wow. Okay. And uh, what happened was about a month later, one of Thomas's daughters, I think they were like 10 and 11 or 11 and 12 at this time. One of Thomas's daughters discovered some of the chat logs between Tommy and Jesse and let her mom know. And uh, Tom Thomas's wife found several of the letters and gifts and confronted their husband about it. She also reached out to Jesse to tell her the truth about Tommy, cautioning her, do not trust words on a computer. 
Good advice. Very good advice. Yeah, really. We should all heed that advice. Yeah. Especially when you're reading about politics on social media. Yeah, I'm not, uh, you know what? I'm not opening the, the fucking gift basket that I just got from Tomasita. Okay. Uh, wanting to believe in Tall the Tall per- Sniper. Oh, man. Uh, that's their kid. Wanting their kid would be pretty old though. Uh, wanting to believe in the person she'd spent so much time with, Jesse reached out to another regular in the Pogo Games room who knew Thomas Senior in real life, and that was Brian Barrett. And Brian Barrett was a 22-year-old college student who worked part time in the same factory as Thomas. Uh, Thomas Montgomery did. Brian, who used the name Beefcake in Pogo. Now, 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 it's uh, I know where he's taking it from, but I would like to think it was from somewhere else. Where is he taking it from? Obviously, South, South Park. Park. Where would I like to think he's taking it from? Bruce, Bruce. the barber. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and Brian. Uh, confirmed to Jesse that Thomas was a 46-year-old man with no sons. Jesse and Brian grew, grew close themselves and engaged in an online feud for a while with Thomas. Uh, they would kind of gang up on him in pogo rooms and call him a child predator. They would flaunt that they were in a relationship now. Oh, boy. And uh, Thomas and Brian, formerly fairly good work friends, became bitter enemies, with Thomas once complaining in an I am the Jesse that, quote, half the company thought he was, uh, that he, meaning Thomas himself, was a fucking loser and a predator, because of Brian. He also told Jesse he was thinking about killing himself. Uh, but after a while, Jesse and Brian kind of got into their own spats and their own feuds. Jesse started opening up to Thomas again. Uh, Brian was actually planning to pass through West Virginia on a vacation, was going to visit, but Jesse ultimately uh, told him not to come at that point. And she explained to Thomas that she was breaking up with Brian. She was done with him. Mm-hmm. And Thomas, seeing an opening... Started working out for the first time in years. He hadn't worked out since he was like fresh out of the Marine Corps. Now he's exercising again, running miles and miles a day, uh, trying hard to get in shape and get closer to that ideal Tommy that Jesse had fallen for. And uh, Jesse would sometimes talk to other guys, and Tommy would flip out. Uh, she would, and this is before doxing was a thing. He would threaten to dox her and give out her address and stuff, and uh, so that the quote N words. He didn't. He didn't use that term. But he was going to give out her address so that the N-words could find her easily. Oh, boy. Um, Thomas was especially enraged. That and, Je- the, and to clarify, this isn't you saying N-words. This is what he said. No, I'm saying N-words. He said the actual word. Right, 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 right. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He didn't say No, N-words. I know that. Yeah. I'm saying it for them. Right. For yeah. our listeners. All of our listeners. Especially. I can't speak. I, what am I? Rich fucking boss? Uh, <laughs> especially. Uh, especially the ones in Michigan. Our favorite. We have a lot of fucking listeners in Michigan. All right. So he, uh, he was especially, Thomas, uh, was especially angry that Jesse and Brian were starting to get close again. And he told Jesse that Brian would, quote, pay in blood. Okay. Jesse warned Brian, who talked about alerting authorities and alerting people at his job, but he ultimately did nothing. And, um, so... This is a little bit of an exchange between Tommy and Jesse. You are a whore, and that's all you will ever be, Tommy wrote. I'm leaving now, Jesse replied. Hey, whore, you suck your BF Brian's cock today, Tommy asked on September 14th, 2006. This sounds just like the last conversation I had with my mom. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, um, he woke up Jesse that morning, the next morning, September 15th, with an enraged phone call, and Jesse just hung up on him. But at 10.16 that night, 
Brian Barrett got into his car at the parking lot at the factory where he worked. He was one of the last people leaving on the night shift. Not long after he sat down, he was shot three times in the neck and upper arm with a thirty caliber uh, military assault rifle. And then a little bit later in an IM, uh, Thomas would write to Jesse, you waiting for your BF? Come on, CW, your BF Brian won't mind you talking to me. Police found Brian Barrett's body the next week, uh, the next morning. Thomas Montgomery was immediately a suspect. Whoa, 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 let's go back to the CW. Cockor? What what is I don't know. CW stand for? Yeah, something horror, I'm gonna guess. Come on. Great old... Well, there's one obvious scene that we're kind of tiptoeing around here. What? Cunt? What? Yes, yes, that one. What would the W be for? Whore. Cunt whore? Yeah. Why would it be cunt whore? I don't know. Why would it be... Why would it be... That's probably why I tiptoed around it, BP. <laughs> probably because nobody says cunt whore to anybody. It's probably cow whore. Yeah, who knows? Cock wrangler. Cock, maybe cock wrangler. Yeah, that could be it. Cock wrangler. <laughs> Come on, cock wrangler. Your boyfriend Brian won't mind you talking to me. The old cock wrangler. So police found Brian's body the next morning, and Thomas Montgomery uh, was immediately a suspect, given how uh, at odds they were at work. They found DNA on a peach pit uh, near Brian's flattened tire that pointed to Thomas as well. And I should mention that. Uh, this is obviously an ambush. Uh, Brian's rear passenger side tire on his car was flattened. Ugh. And that's one you're, nobody's going to check that tire when they're getting in their car, leaving work. Right. And, um, so he was, he was a sitting duck. And, yeah, he, um, he was just, he had no shot. And then police discovered the chat logs between Brian and Jesse, and they alerted law enforcement in West Virginia to make sure Jesse wasn't in danger. And that job fell on Officer J.L. Kirk in West Virginia. Uh, who found that Jesse was away at the time. Uh, Mary Shiler, Jesse's mother, said that she had no way to get in touch with her either. Uh, Ron Kenyon, the police lieutenant in upstate New York, where Brian and Thomas were, um, told the police in West Virginia that that was impossible. She had just spoken with Jesse on her home phone a few hours before that. Officer Kirk came back to Jesse's house to speak with Mary again. Kirk noticed that Mary was growing more and more nervous and pressed and pressed and pressed the issue on her. And eventually, Mary admitted that it was her and not her daughter talking to Thomas and Brian. Mary was posing as her own daughter what? without the real Jesse's knowledge, going so far as to take pictures of Jesse without Jesse knowing. <gasps> it's a double catfish. What? It's a double reverse catfish. And yeah, and, and the sad thing is the one guy- You got fish catted! Yeah. Uh, and the only guy who was telling the truth was the guy that died, which sucks. Uh, but yeah, she was used, she was like, sneakily taking pictures of her daughter in like a bathing suit while she'd be like out back or something what a lunatic yeah i mean not for anything but but mary deserves to be with thomas well yeah they were uh, did i spoil something no 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 oh okay um as a matter of fact uh thomas montgomery struck a plea bargain uh to protect his daughters he said he didn't want the daughter his daughters to have to like kind of um go through with all that yeah and he was ultimately sentenced to 20 years in prison. Uh, what? He, yeah. That's it? That's it. He maintains his innocence, though he was caught on a recorded phone call for, uh, from prison asking one of his daughters to give him an alibi. Okay. Um, his his wife divorced him, and his daughters want nothing to do with him. He actually, uh, once he was in prison, he tried to commit suicide. 
Uh, but he's still there. And uh, he actually did an interview for like Paula Zahn or somebody like that. Or maybe it was Nancy Grace who's one of those people. Wow. And he's still saying he didn't do it. Um, and he didn't even know until he was arrested that he wasn't talking to the real Jesse. He was talking to Jesse's mother. And, uh, yeah, he was like, they said the, uh, they asked the cops about when they told him, he was like, he turned as, as white as the walls and had like pure, like white walls behind them when he found out that he wasn't really talking to this tall, hot blonde. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, in the lead up to her double life, Mary was seen as a model parent. She was always at Jesse's basketball games and other events where Jesse would be a cheerleader. Uh, the two were virtually inseparable. Mary claimed that she was worried if she didn't engage with Thomas, he would turn his attention to a real teenage girl. Oh, so she's not, taking that. Uh, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, I'm just, oh, I was trying to help. bullet here. I'm taking one for the team. Yeah. Mm. As for Brian, she said she didn't know how to spurn his advances without revealing her real identity. Uh, since learning of what happened, the real Jesse has wanted nothing to do with her mother. Wow, yeah, well, good. Yeah. I, and police wanted to try to charge Mary with something, but there was nothing they could do. There were no laws against what she did. Uh, but Brian Barrett's family has been working to push for new laws that would criminalize what um, what happened. I don't think... So my, my thing is, is I don't think that, that it should be illegal to catfish. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. I think that it's it should be illegal... Um, there are certain cases like where it fraud. is. There's yeah, some, like when people are asking for money. Yeah, or, fraudulent yeah. charges, stuff like that. Like if you're like, oh, I'm a prince from fucking Africa. Right. Yeah, shit like that. Um, yeah, because it, it's under false pretenses. Other than that, say who the fuck you want to say you are. It doesn't matter. What about like kind of the middle ground there where it's like you're acting like you're like this tall, hot blonde or whatever it might be mm-hmm. to try to get people to send you like gifts and shit or pay your electric bill or whatever it might be. Because that, that, that can be tried. That is uh, theft by deception. Okay. What if you have a picture of yourself where you have abs, right? But this is uh-huh. from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And somebody is sending you things and you're like, yeah, fucking whatever. Right. And you're sending pictures. But now you're, you're fucking 100 pounds heavier. You don't have abs anymore. And people are sending things because they think that you're hot. Right. That's, that's, a, that's a tricky question. It's the yeah. same thing. Um, I think you should be able to send whoever you want to send things to um and because because there's never a gun to your head right for for nobody's saying hey you need to fucking send well that's why it's theft by deception and not robbery that's what they that's what they would say right um i like, think that everybody's deceiving everybody i mean isn't that what religious uh, that's what religion is yeah uh but yeah but i mean no 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 let's not let's not go over that that's exactly what that is what that's that you're putting money in a collection plate right for for you know whatever all and and for jesus for jesus well, yeah well i happen to think religion is a con so well, yeah it is a con it, yeah so it and, is a con and so is having that 10 year old picture of you and trying to get people to give you money that's a con yeah i happen to think conning's okay okay well then if that's if that's where you're coming from then fine then if conning's okay then that's okay yeah i mean no, I mean it. It sucks you're conning, but nobody is fucking holding churches accountable for anything. True. Um, Ever. I, I I think the churches should be taxed, but they're not. And- but they're not. But they're not. And they're, and they're not going to be. In a, like anywhere in our lifetime, mm-hmm. they're not going to be. Nobody's gonna be like, you know what? Let's just fucking do it. Let's just start, uh, you know, taxing churches. 
they're not going to do it. But but just with that in mind, I don't think that gives everybody else a license to do whatever. Like the church shouldn't have that license either. But they but have it. It's and that I, whole two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, thing. but I don't think it's really a, a wrong again because nobody's forcing you to put that money in a collection plate. Nobody's forcing you uh, for to to give uh, a homeless person that may or may not even be homeless money. Like if if you're walking down the street and you see somebody and they're like, oh, I fucking I I just ate a fucking pizza crust out of a hamster's asshole for dinner, you know, That's a big hamster asshole. Well, you know. It's a city hamster. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to sit there and follow this person to see if they're getting in a fucking Lexus later on that night. You know, like, have you ever watched those videos? Like, yeah. You know, those people that like they're they're out begging for money during the fucking day, and then they they have way more money than me and you have. Um, I I think that never like finding out stories like that doesn't uh deter me from giving money to homeless people i still sit there and think ah you know somebody probably fucking needs this and even if it's not the right person i don't know man like people people are like they con people all the time dude I, I don't know i don't i don't really lose sleep over it i don't think anybody was really harmed in this well, except yeah, for brian this, yeah in this case brian was except harmed. for brian brian <laughs> was harmed uh, but, and and that's not completely Mary's fault either. That's Thomas's fault, right? He's the one that got crazy and jealous and pulled the trigger. Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't think Mary should be in jail for anything. That's what this discussion's about: is whether or not she should be uh, charged with anything. No, I don't think she should. Well, I, I also think that a lot of people got angry with her this because she showed no remorse. She thought she did nothing wrong. And she even, like, t- tried to well, take that moral high ground. Well, I mean, she did, obviously. She was taking pictures of her daughter. Right. Posing, like, that's creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Now, you, now you're putting your child at risk. Yeah. Yeah, what if those people go down and, like, what if, maybe he parks outside that house and shoots her daughter. And or not rapes Brian. her. Or, yeah, or kidnaps her. Yeah, rapes her, yeah, right. Yeah. You're definitely putting your daughter at risk. Because she was trying to probably live out the same lifestyle that tommy was yeah yeah they were both trying to be somebody now she was like because her daughter really was tall very pretty blonde she was shorter heavier oh, uh, looked like okay. a typical middle-aged like f- mid 40 year old woman so she already had the name tall blonde. she said that that was her daughter's screen name and she accidentally logged on to it and then she changed it to that other one Oh, okay. Yeah, she said she accidentally logged in with the wrong email. So she was she was older than her. Uh, so she so she was fifty. I think she, I don't know. I think she was around the same age as Thomas. Oh, uh, forty five. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the exact age, but yeah. So yeah, she was trying to no. Tahoplon fifty was Je- that was Jesse's name, right? right. Uh, I, I I'm guessing maybe that was her basketball number or something. Uh, okay, who knows? Like, um, it's crazy. Yeah, that is it's a crazy story, a very interesting story. Yeah, I I don't know. All I know is the life was lost. Uh it, you you can debate till you're blue in the f- uh, face whether or not there should be laws against catfishing. I don't think that there should be um because I don't think that anybody's forcing anybody to uh hand over money. Um but and there's a lot of scams out there. Like there's charity scams where of course. people will come up with a company name that's similar to like, like I think one was called the American Cancer Society of America or the Cancer Society of America. And they'd be like, hey, do you want to get to the Cancer Society of America? And be like, yeah, sure. And it was just like, 
a thing, a company. That's a company thing. I'm talking like specifically like no, it's not a real company. Like just no, 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 with that name. No, they came up with some phony LLC. Right, but that's because you think you're giving to a company for a thing, not like. What about people like fake cancer and shit? Well, that's. What about it? Like you think that should be illegal? People that fake cancer? Yeah, fake cancer do like GoFundMe's and shit. Well, people do that shit all the time. Yeah, because when you're GoFunding me, you're asking for a bunch of people f- uh, for yeah. donations. I'm talking specifically a one-on-one thing. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing's tricky, dude. Like, Because I know that happened with uh, in wrestling, as a matter of fact. There was this one writer. I think she, she her name was like Abby Arthur or something like that. She, she covered Lucha or something like that, I think. And... Um, she was saying she had cancer. Turned out she didn't. She raised like over ten thousand dollars from people, and I think she did wind up uh, like getting locked up for it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's it's a tough thing. Like if you're, I I I don't think. I think that if it's if it's like. Uh, you're talking to somebody and somebody fucking thinks that you're hot because you sent a fake picture and then they they pay for your fucking electric bill. Right. I don't think that that should be held as the same thing for as like you you uh had cancer and they're trying to pay for bills. I think it's I think there's or you're faking cancer. Yeah, there, I think there's a big right. difference between there like, is, like like oh, wait 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 you're fat? Oh, fuck it. Right. <laughs> now it's fraud. Because but, because I see like what like that other one where the people are paying bills. I see that as prostitution and I think that should be legal. You're prostituting you're prostituting an idea other than not yourself or like it's almost like being a cam girl or something like that. Except you're not on a camera. Like um Well, that's the thing. I mean, though th- All right, there you go. That's perfect. Those people are not living authentic fucking lives. They're not they're not living. Okay. Perfect. I'm I'm so glad that you said cam girl. I know a cam girl. I know a fucking cam girl and I was I was good friends with her for for years. We had, we lost contact. Um but uh when I got with my uh, ex-girlfriend because there's no way that my ex-girlfriend was going to allow me to excuse me be friends with a fucking cam girl, you know. Um but this cam girl that I knew hated sex. Mhm. She got no pleasure out of it, right? Right. And she would also sell underwear to people. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'd put the, put underwear on for like five minutes, put it in a fucking plastic bag. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I told them I was wearing it all day. Um, She wasn't wearing them all day, the fucking underwear that she was selling. And also, like, she got zero enjoyment out of doing the cam girl shit that she was doing. Right. She did not... It was a business for her. Right. It yeah. was a fucking business. But the thing is, is that these people are sending gifts, and they're they're paying for all this shit. Um, to me, it's the same argument. It's like, well, you're, you weren't... You were lying to them. You were telling them that you were really getting off when you weren't, mm-hmm. or that you really did... Should she be held, like, accountable for that? No. I don't think so. She was providing a service. Right, yeah. And I think that a, like a lot, like, when you're having... It's like when a stripper acts like she's interested in a guy. Or he, she, he, yeah, uh, they're interested in the girl. It's like. the same thing. It's the same thing with, with, with uh, somebody paying, like, 
oh, I'm paying for your fucking, uh, your electric bills, and I never met you, you're obviously, you're in this for the companionship more than, right. you know, because you're a lonely fucking dude. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that, I don't think that that person should have to, or that, that person that took the money should have to fork over the money to that guy. Now, if it's like, oh, I'm fucking dying of cancer, it's, it's a completely different argument. No, it's no a, I, I think there's a difference. Here there's a huge difference. It's trying to flesh out the idea. I, I think that they're both fraudulent. You know, you're, you're both mm-hmm. like, you're both, you're, uh, you're, you're, li- you're a liar, but it shouldn't be illegal to lie. It shouldn't be illegal to lie and take money. Like, I don't think that, uh, well, I don't know. It depends know. on the lie. Like, somebody can sit, come in a, to a bank and say, I have a bomb and it's a lie and take a lot of money. And that's a, definitely illegal. Well, they right. didn't actually have a bomb. Yeah, but nobody knew that. Right. Nobody knows they don't have cancer. What? <laughs> nobody know. What are you talking about? Why do you say shit? Brian says. Fucking doctors know. They, right. They, right. They, I'm they, just saying nobody that's involved in the transaction knows. Okay. Whatever. It's. I don't. I don't understand where 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 you're going with this. I, I I think my line for theft by deception might be a little bit different than where yours is. Okay. I think if you're intentionally lying to bilk somebody out of money, that is fraud. That's we just talked about prostitutions, okay, and cam girls. We just went over this. Cam girls are deceiving people. They're saying that they're enjoying something when they're not. But then again, then so are actors. Actors are also deceiving people. Right. Yes. Yes. Now you're on my team. I think I think there's a one-on-one thing where No, now you're on my team. You just you just made my point for me. But I think it's a little different when there's not a performance involved. Like like you know when you go to a cam girl site that, that these people are putting on a performance. No, you don't. Really? I, I've never gone on one, so I I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, right? no, you don't know. You don't know what, what that person's all you know is is that you're going in there and that somebody we have no idea whether or not uh shimmy nipple fucks is really into shoving dildos in her ass well, and then she her is. Mouth. i know that for a fact uh, you just said you never won so nobody's gonna fucking nobody's gonna believe I, you. I didn't want people to know about shimmy Sh- nipple fucks shimmy nipple fucks loves shoving dildos in her fucking asshole and then her mouth because that's what she says she likes to do mm-hmm. whether she really likes to Dude, that is none of my fucking business. I also don't have to give her fucking money. Right. Just like, you know, Charlie doesn't have to give money to Amber because if Amber's like, uh, you know, I really can't afford rent this fucking month. It's not, who gives a shit if he wants to fucking do it? Who cares? I don't think it's the same thing as, as giving to a fucking, uh, cancer fucking charity or fake cancer charity. I don't think it's the same thing. If you think you think it's the same thing, um, it's not as bad. No, I think it, I, I think that the Amber taking money from Charlie is her is, is her kind of comforting Charlie and providing a service to him and fucking taking care of herself. Like, oh, this fucking idiot wants to be my sugar daddy because that's to me that's all he is. He's a sugar daddy. Yeah, he could say, oh, well, look, you know, let me fuck, let's hang out. Let's meet, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll talk about that. And if she says, nah, I'm good, then fuck you. But nobody's twisting his arm and making him fucking do it. 
you know, you can say the same thing again about the, the cancer shit, but we know that it's fraudulent. Right. Yeah, there, there's a line. It's not, and that probably is where the line is right there. I, yeah, you, I think that's where the line is. Oh, uh, well, whatever. All right. Let's well, I know get on I, to, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you're so excited about this now. I'm happy. I'm not excited about this. I uh, just, it's, you know. I'm excited. Let's do it. It's time for another game of Who Died the Worst. Yeah, the screen went blue, so... Well, it's fine. It's time to play Who Died the Worst anyway. There's nothing on the screen about that. Uh, again, again, all all it uh, all it ever says is on the fucking screen is who died the worst, so. right? Because I have in my hand the three deaths, and we're gonna decide. Well, actually, there's four on this one, but there's a pair of deaths in one of them, and we are going to determine who died the worst. And because we're talking about catfishing and pictures, fake pictures, real pictures, all those things, it's a special edition. This is who died the worst selfie edition so all three of these stories are about people who died in the midst of or just after taking selfies death number one a pair of girls ages 17 and 18 were at a racetrack near an airport in Chinipas de Almada, Mexico when they noticed that a plane was coming in for a landing nearby they decided to get on the roof of their pickup truck to capture a selfie of the small plane landing behind them. They failed to realize how close the plane was and were fatally injured by the wing. So death number one is you get up on the hood of your truck to take a selfie. Hey, look at this plane. And then the plane bonks you on the head and kills you. Death number one. Okay. Death number two is 32-year-old Courtney Sanford. She was driving down the highway when Happy by Pharrell Williams came on the radio. <laughs> Despite going 45 miles an hour, she took a selfie while driving and posted it to Facebook with the comment, The Happy Song Makes Me So Happy! The last Happy was in all caps. That post hit Facebook at 8.33 a.m. that day. At 8.34 a.m., police responded to reports of a crash. Courtney's car had veered across the center median, collided with a recycling truck, left the road entirely, hit a tree, and burst into flames. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's going to be all of these, really. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. That's going to be all of these. And I bet you they're all women, aren't they? No. <gasps> I'm just joking. I'm just kidding, ladies. You know I love you. Didn't Eminem say that? Yeah, we actually had it at the very end of one of our episodes before. Oh, really? I think that may have been the first ever thing we put at the end of the show. Um, I think it was like the second or third episode too. Uh, so death number three is a uh, Indian man, Prabhu Batara, who was returning home from a wedding in his native India when he and his co-passengers noticed a wounded bear along the road. Despite others in the car warning him not to, Batara got dangerously close to the bear to take a selfie near it. The bear sprang to life and chased Prabhu catching him and mauling him to death. Okay. 
So death number one, again, is getting hit by a plane as it comes in for a landing. Because mm-hmm. you got up on the hood of your car to take a selfie. Yeah. Death number two is tweeting about how happy the happy song makes you. And then you get into a fatal car accident. Death number three is, hey, there's a wounded bear on the side of the road. I'm going to take a selfie. Oh, my God, the bear is coming after me. I'm dead. This is tough. It is tough. Because like you said, it all is play stupid games, win stupid prizes. All right. So the first one that I'm going to... Wow, this is really tough. This is really fucking tough. I know what I would eliminate first. Okay. Let's hear what you would eliminate first. The girls with the airplane. They never saw it coming. Because it's about the worst way to die. Not who deserved it least or anything like that. It's the worst way to die. Right. Okay, if we're going to worst way to die, then then I have my answer. Okay. I have my answer. I have I'll, my I'll, answer, too. I'll do a process of elimination. Okay. I'm with you. Number one, we're going to get rid of the airplane. Uh-huh. Number two? Mm-hmm. So, then if, when I give you my answer, then that means, obviously, we know who the winner is. Right. Number two, we're getting rid of... Number two. Okay, I, we're on the same page here. So the winner is the guy who got mauled by the bear. Right. Because that is an awful way to die. Yeah. Being mauled by a bear. Yeah. I, like, where you where we used to live before we moved back to Pennsylvania, I didn't like being out at night because there were bears around there. I, I don't like that. I, that's why I don't want to ever go camping. I don't want to be around bears. Why? They're dangerous. Yeah, not really. Tell, tell Prabhu that. You can, he's dead. He got mauled hey, by a fucking Prabhu. bear. Maybe he thought it was Boo Boo. Was just trying to give him a hug. Uh, you, you're you're just a pussy. Yeah. No, nah, right. d- you, don't be. You're, right. you're like just try having a fucking backbone. Like I don't like. Uh, anytime I asked you to go fucking camping before, like oh let's go out, let's go camping. Like it's dirty. There's bugs. It's more bears. Bears are what I'm really worried about. More they're than not going to the bugs. It's the they're, bears. They're not. It's not. It's not. I've never once heard you go, oh, the fucking bears. Because if I would go, you're a pussy, but at least you make sense. Okay. And that's what it, that's what it no, was. No, it's it never what bears. it was. It was always, it's that's dirty say, in the bugs. I would always say I'd be okay with a cabin. Because a cabin, you could lock the door and say, fuck you, bear. I used to hand feed bears when I was a fucking kid. Okay. I used All to right, feed, Yukon Cornelius. I used to fucking feed bears out of the palm of my fucking hand when I was a kid. And you can't fucking go in a, a, a tent where they're not going to fuck with you. They might go through your food, which is why they say hang your food up high. Mm-hmm. They're not going to fuck. I'm putting bear poison in that fucking food. Why would you want to hurt a bear? I'm striking back. I don't want to hurt a bear, but I don't want a bear to hurt me. If it's coming for food, it might try to eat me. It's not going to eat you. It's not going to fuck. Bears don't eat people. I, I don't I don't mean bears any harm, so that's why I stay in my place and they stay in theirs, and as long as that's what happens, we're good. You know where our place is? Where the fuck we want our place to be? I don't want to fight a bear. It, Bring a gun. Yeah. A big bear gun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I think I think the moral of this week's episode for me is I am way more in favor of the Second Amendment than I ever realized. I need a bear gun at all times. Bear gun. I'm going to start walking around with a bear gun strapped to my back. By the way, like, did you hear about the guy? Uh, there's a local supermarket chain around here, Giant. There is a Giant. Oh, by the way, I'm going to call it Giants from now on. Giants? I'm tired of people that keep saying Aldi's 
for Aldi. I'm tired okay. of it. I fucking hate it. So I want to say Pathmarks and Acme's. Pathmarks is out of business. It doesn't matter. All right. And fucking. <laughs> what? You got me. Why <laughs> did you try? Why did you fucking know Sally? <laughs> I did. Because I was trying to keep my composure. Walmarts. I would go to fucking Walmarts. I hate that people say Aldi's. Okay. So there, there's a, a chain called Aldi, mm-hmm. but but a lot of people will say Aldi's. And there's this girl who kept posting on fucking Instagram about it. Mm-hmm. She kept saying, Aldi's, hashtag Aldi's, hashtag Aldi's. I'll go to Aldi's, Aldi's, Aldi's. And then she said it. And she was like, oh, and, I, and I wrote to her and I go, why do you keep saying Aldi's when it's Aldi? It, there's no, it doesn't say Aldi's on mm-hmm. the fucking thing. You're, you're actually, in, in a time that I, I got yelled at before by somebody for saying Panera Bread. Because, why would you say Panera Bread? Why would you just say Panera? By somebody. Somebody said that to me before. Uh-huh. Gave me shit because I, I called the company by its fucking name. Right. So in a time that we're supposed to shorten things, this fucking idiot wants to fucking make it longer and put a fucking S, you cunts. I was I- only talking to her, by the way. I, um, I'm a little too foofy-foofy for, for Aldi's, so I shop at Wegman. Um, but yeah, no, like, the there's a, a supermarket chain around here, and the Giants in York's, Pennsylvania. Mm, it's just York. And they had an incident where a man walked into the, uh, the store with a rifle. Okay. And just walked through the store with a rifle. And apparently he went to the bathroom, and they evacuated the fucking store while he was in the bathroom. No, wait, 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 wait. In York? Yeah. That's crazy, because they're huge on their gun rights around that, that area. Well, they found out he had a permit, and he didn't get any trouble or anything like that, but they evacuated the store, and they asked uh, the giant about it. They asked Jeffrey Common, he's like, while we respect people's individual rights, we ask that they not bring firearms into the store, even if it's they're legally able to do so in that area. Like they they try to do a you're very. You're not legally able to do it if the fucking store says you're not legally able to do it. Right. This it's it's like saying you know well, I have a right to fucking carry a gun. And you go yeah, but not in my house. Right. I have the right to say don't come in my house. Yeah. Like, oh no 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 no. You have the right to say come in my house, but leave the gun in your car. Right. Right. Yeah. You know and if you don't want to, don't come in my house. Right. Yeah. Um, because there are malls. That have that post. It's like no firearms, and yet people will bring firearms in there, and they'll argue because they're itching for a fight. Yeah, you you don't know, you don't understand the second amendment. You don't know your amendments, boy. You don't know your goddamn amendments. Fucking, I hate amendment fucking idiots. I'm gonna pick an amendment and just be really gung ho about that one. Fifteenth, fifteenth, isn't that the prohibition one? Fucking fine, no. No, no, I think that's the uh, not 18th Amendment. 18th, I think, was uh, slavery. 15th Amendment. What was the 15th Amendment? Uh, it prohibits the federal government and each state from denying a citizen the right to vote based on that citizen's race, color, or previous condition of servitude. Oh, okay, it's like, if you were a slave, you can vote. All right, so yeah, let's, let's be all Wait, about the Wait, which, which one was slavery? Um... I don't know. Oh, it was the the last of the Reconstruction Amendments. Uh, the the reconstruct the Thirteenth Amendment abolished slavery and involuntary servitude. Oh, 13. except okay. for those duly convicted of a crime. The Fourteenth Amendment addressed uh, citizenship rights and equal protection of the laws for all persons. 
and the 15th Amendment prohibits discrimination of voting rights of citizens on the basis of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. So yeah, it just means you know you, you can not be denied the right to vote because of your race. They can just move polling places really far away from you and have them very tightly packed in in white neighborhoods like Georgia does. <coughs> Motherfucker. Where like in black neighborhoods, you have to go two hours to get to your polling place, and then they have like they have them on every fucking corner in white neighborhoods. Wow, is that how they really do it? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there's. Oh, wow, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah. It, yeah, the, the discrimination thing never ended. It just got changed around a little bit. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. That's a whole other episode. Oh, that's there. Oh, that's there. In Georgia. Yeah. That's why I'm leaving on a midnight train to Georgia. But you're going to Georgia. No. You're going to try to, oh, I thought you were going there. Maybe you're going to, like, you know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to shake this town up. I am. Let's go take over Georgia. Let's do it. Let's keep the wrestling there, though. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna have some studio wrestling in Georgia. Yeah. So, NWA is doing it. This isn't a wrestling show, all right? You have a, you have a, a wrestling show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that you do. Not this week. Uh, this week we're. Hey, we didn't do before. our plugs in the beginning. We didn't. Uh, so, just to plug that one, uh, Tornado Tag Podcast, I'm on that uh, pretty much every week. And then, um, as far as this little show here. You can reach out to us on social media, um, at MurderMyDude on Twitter, at MurderMyDude on Instagram, Facebook.com slash PodcastMyDude, um, or just look up MurderMyDude on Facebook. You can email us too, right? Uh, you can, yeah. And that would be at? Probably your computer, your phone. MurderMyDude at gmail.com uh-huh. would be the address you want to do that for. You can reach out to us also on ProjectHumanoid.com. That's right. There's a contact section at the very bottom. If you have an idea for something you want to hear about, we love taking it, uh, taking suggestions. We'll consider them all. And uh, while yeah, some there, we won't consider, let's be honest. Well, we won't approve them all. Yeah, some we won't even consider. Okay. Like I might look at one and go, I'm "Not going to consider it." You know what I mean? But I feel like if I did that, I already considered it and just made an instant decision to say no. All right. Like That's to not fair. consider, That's be like, fair. I'm not even going to read this one. Um. And then also, uh, while you're on ProjectHumanoid.com, why don't you stop by the shop? Yeah. You can buy some merch, my dude. Right. Cups, pillows. Well, cups, like a coffee mug. Yeah, mugs, sorry. Mugs, pillows, shirts, uh, hoodies. The hoodie weather is coming up. I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's October. Uh, I I had somebody uh, unfollow me today on Instagram uh, because I was like, it's October. Which we, I was like, it's October 1st, you know what that means. Christmas is coming. Christmas is the best. And put a bunch of, like, Christmas emojis. <laughs> and then I put the hashtag, Christmas is better than Halloween. And then uh, I had the fucking, I had uh, I, I had the comments uh, come pouring in. Which which were fun, you know. They were, they were just, like, silly comments. I actually had one person uh, delete me. Um, oh, no. Yeah, just one. Just one person. My aim was a lot higher, but uh, but then I had somebody, I had like, um, I think not by a friend of mine, uh, somebody else put like pumpkins and skulls, you know, just go back. And then somebody goes, you're a fool. And I go, uh, I go, it looks like you're going on the naughty list. And then they said, I'm sure you have that kind of pull or perhaps chubbies stick together. Wink, wink. 
It's <laughs> because I'm fat. Right. And Santa's fat. And then I said, if that was the case, you would have pull too. And then that person said, ooh, sick burn. And I said, your thighs when you walk? Oh, okay. And then I wrote, you started it. And then they said, I did. This is going to be our new segment. Jackson Wells reads his Instagram. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. So we all said yes, and it was only eighty-five days, and then I agree with that hashtag. So, yeah. By the way, I was I was hoping to just get uh, more you were trolling. People. Yeah, of course. You were but, but I there, there's look. Here's the thing. I've been trolling my whole internet life. All right. So this is since I was seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. Since I was a tall hop blonde. Right. All right. Uh, my whole my whole fucking internet career has been me trolling people but i think that there's trolling and and then there's just people that are just assholes like they're trolling too but they're just pieces of shit they're the real cunts you know like there was uh, years ago uh in one of the uh, aol rooms that i would hang in i would hang in a chat room there was this guy that would come in and he would before bill burr went on his uh philly Right. Rant. This is way before Bill Bill Burr went on that uh on that Philly rant, which we were at, by the way. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that we were actually present in the crowd for that. Um and uh this this guy would come to this chat room and he would be like he would he I remember him doing that line about like you haven't won a championship since face masks. Yeah. And he would say stuff like that. Like, like your greatest sports hero is a fictional character. There's stock things like that. Yeah. Everything that Bill Burr did before, I right. heard in chat rooms years before yeah. Bill Burr did it. But it but the thing is, and, and it was literally by this one guy that would come in and we go, Todd Stinkston, Donovan McScab, you know, steal like corny things he like was that. About Todd Pinkston. He was. Uh but I had heard all these things. Like this guy would would run down Philly every single morning, and it was like, "Oh, it's this dude again." Yeah, we didn't even know to call him trolls, right? You know, we were like, "Oh, look, he's he's trolling." Like we mentioned earlier about doxing. You know, like we didn't have a term for that. Mm-hmm. It's like you're exposing someone. You know, yeah. There's so many different terms. Like because uh, we did this whole catfish thing today. I heard a new term today. It's called sad fishing. Okay. And it's when you just post about, like, how bad your life is and all this shit, just kind of, like, fishing for uh, sympathy. Well, just, I always start fishing for, comp- uh, for just fishing, is yeah. what people would say. Right, yeah. But now I guess they call it sad fishing. Okay. And then, like, it's bad because when people really are having mental health issues, people are like, oh, they're just crying wolf. All right. Yeah. So, it's funny that you said that, because I thought about this before. Um, and I actually thought about this recently. It's such a weird thing, like, when, when you when you see people talk about mental health, years ago, it was, see, see, this is, this is the, the way, what, all right, I have, I have to break this down. Who's, who's saying that, who has, who's objecting to sad fishing? I think people are more so objecting to people, like, calling it that and making it like a, uh, like a derogatory word because sometimes these people really are just trying to cry out for help but if you just say oh you're sad fishing right you're right so that's where i was that's where i'm going right um because years ago years ago if you were like saying i want to kill myself it was oh you're just you know you just want attention right yeah maybe they do 
Maybe they do want attention because maybe they do fucking want to kill themselves. Uh, right, it's not an either or proposition. As somebody who's attempted suicide in the past and has been on suicide watch and, you know, has been in therapy for suicide uh, attempts, claims, whatever. Like, I've been in there and I know that a lot of it was because I want attention. But the attention I want is, you know, the attention that I got, which is from a therapist. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, hey, pay attention to me. Because if I was that person, I wouldn't be, I'd be telling everybody everything about my life online. Mm -hmm. I'm not. If you go through my uh, social media, you might see me be like, oh, it's my kid's birthday. Right. But I'm not, I don't sit there and put my stuff out there. Like you see, I see that enough on. You have to listen to this podcast for that. Well, that's because this is my. Right. That's a joke. No, but that, but, but I'm saying that this is, that's where I, I put it. That's where I, if I'm going to put out anything uh, personal, yeah, it's going to come out of this podcast and that's it. Uh, it's okay because if it's a form of entertainment, it's one thing. Mm -hmm. But there are people, like if you go on Facebook, you'll just see every fucking post is like, my daughter did this, or my niece did this, or my cousin did this, or my grandmother did this, or my, it's like, who gives a shit? I mean, obviously, some people do, but I I just don't put my stuff out there. Like right, that. yeah. No, I, I keep things close to the vest. Like, I don't even ever think I said anything on Facebook about my mom dying. Right. Like, I, because I, I was like, okay, I don't really want to, I'm not, because I would feel like I was fishing for sympathy at that point. But it's okay to fish for sympathy. I didn't feel the need to. But it's okay to. Right. And it's okay not to. Either one, you know? Uh, so if, if, if you feel like that you're, if you're putting out there, because I used to give people shit before, when I was younger. I did. Mm -hmm. I used to give people shit for like, if, you know, it's like, oh, they're, they're talking about, they want to fucking kill themselves. Like, oh, fuck them. They're just crying for attention. Yeah, they are. Maybe they need that attention. Yeah. You know, who are we to sit there and say, you don't deserve attention? Exactly. No, and that, that's that kind of why they is, is only going to make their problems worse. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a part of maturing and growing up and understanding and, be, you know, being empathetic. I think that sitting, ah, fuck off, kill yourself is. See. Being a fan of comedy and 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 uh, consider myself, I consider myself a comedian. This is a conversation we can never agree on because I consider our I I consider me and you comedians. Why I consider us comedians is because I don't say stand up comedians because we don't do stand up, but we do a show where we entertain. Right? Hopefully. Huh? Hopefully. Well, not hopefully we do because people laugh, and any feedback I get is I I never get bad feedback mm -hmm. i think one time i i heard something bad and it's okay cool it wasn't for you uh but you're just you're always downing yourself like you could you could fucking be on stage doing stand-up comedy and be like ah it's a drizzling shits you're david tell okay you're david tell because david tell never thinks he's fucking good okay no matter what you do you're never gonna think it's good enough um i i don't have that level of guilt <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's a, a guilt. I think thing. it is. I think it is. I think it is. I, I think guilt might it be has a to word. Be. No, it has to be. Maybe a lack of confidence. Yeah, but be. but even if, yeah, but because there's some kind of guilt fucking thing in there too. There's something to do with guilt. 
I don't know what it has to do with, but it's there. Uh, but I consider, I, I, my whole life, I've been a fucking clown. I've been a clown my whole life, dude. Since I was a little kid, I would be jumping up on, on uh, my parents' uh, coffee table, and I would grab my guitar. Don't know why I had a guitar. It's just what we said this earlier. Uh, we were watching Storage Wars. Yeah. I, like, I had this, like, th- these horns, right? bullhorn yeah. things. Yeah, these, like, horns, like, in my bedroom. I'm like, I had it, but I don't know why I had it. And you right. were like, yeah, isn't that funny? Like, when you have things, you're like, why did I have that? Like, when I was a kid, I had a whole bunch of Marvel trading cards. I don't know where they came from. I don't know how I got them, but I had them. Well, your parents probably bought, bought them for you. And obviously, yeah. you know, my mom probably, or dad or somebody, it was probably my mom, got me the, these fucking... The, this whore, like these horns, I don't know, but again, I don't know why, I don't, whatever, right. they were in my bedroom, but I had this guitar when I was a kid, and I had a fucking, uh, I had a cowboy hat, and I had all kinds of shit, whenever I would get in trouble, I would fucking, like, if my parents sent me out to my room, I, what, I didn't want to get sent out to my room, right, so I'm like, what do I do, like, how do I get out of this, and I'm like five years old, and I was like, ah, I know, they used to watch Dallas every night, uh-huh. or every Friday night. So I would go upstairs and I put on my cowboy hat and I come down and I, there's a picture of me too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'll put this up on the thing because I never put it up, <laughs> but I have it in this house. It's, it's like, I have this picture of me with this, with the cowboy hat that I'm talking about. Uh, when I'm like, like I said, like four or five years old. But anyway, I go up to my bedroom and I put on this cowboy hat. I come downstairs and I go, I'm J.R. Ewing. And like, I do all this like silly shit at like four or five years old mm-hmm. to try to get my parents to laugh so I could get out of trouble and they right. could go, all right, you can come back downstairs. Uh-huh. When they would have friends come over, I would jump up on the coffee table and grab the, like grab the guitar and like in my socks, be sliding around, start dancing to uh, George Michael's faith. Okay. And I was just an entertainer since I was born. Right. Mm-hmm. But now this is my medium. This is this is where I, I've, you know, uh, uh, I've chose to, to chose, chose, chosen, chosen, you, you chosen. OK, you've chosen to come and entertain people right now. For years, it was chat rooms. It was pal talk. That was my medium. You know, uh-huh. I, would, I would grab a microphone and there'd be hundreds of people in the room. And sometimes I would kill. Sometimes people would be like you, you'd see that chat room and fucking just. Go crazy because I'm I'm killing when I grab the mic, and sometimes there was nothing, you right. know, you, you bomb. Right. But but I've always felt that I was a comedian, always. Um, I, I I don't think that you feel that you're a comedian, even though we do the same shit. We make people laugh, like we are constantly trying to make each other laugh, or just you know just saying funny. I think we are comedians. It just I, I think that when you say you're a comedian, I think that some people think automatically think stand up. Yeah. And that's not I'm not a stand up comic. And I'll never be a stand up comic. But I'm a comedian. You know? And I don't think it's pretentious to call myself that. I think because I think mediums changes. I think it's you know, okay. it's not just it's not just like it's like look at WC Fields, you know? Look at Fatty Arbuckle. Like these guys weren't doing stand up comedy. But they were comedians. They were some of the greatest comedians of, you know, of their time. Mm-hmm. You know? Groucho Marx wasn't a fucking stand-up comic. No, he was like, he had his routines, yeah. You know how they started, by the way? Uh, no. They were in vaudeville, and they would do this, like, singing thing. This, like, singing routine. And uh, 
apparently a bunch of people just kept getting up and like leaving and stuff. Uh-huh. So it was like I think it was like Groucho and uh, it may have been Groucho and Chico started just going back and doing these like jokes that they just knew. Oh wow, okay. And start you know like doing all these jokes back and forth, and then start killing like they just start killing on stage. And then it was like, well, looks like we're changing our fucking. <laughs> looks like we're comedians. Yeah, it looks like yeah, exactly. Well, my favorite story like that. One of my favorite is uh, Patrice O'Neill. He got started because he was at a comedy club heckling. Yeah, and it was one of those ones where like, if you think you could do it, why don't you? And he did, and you killed. He was better than a comedian, right? Like, if you think you could do it, why don't you come up here and do it? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's fair to call myself a comedian because my whole life I've, if there's anything that I've done to entertain people throughout my whole entire life it's it's to make people laugh mm-hmm. and i've done it throughout my whole life for almost 40 years i've been making people laugh you know and not as consistently as stand-ups or you know other people but i've been you know i've that's just that that's what i've done consistently throughout my life is make people laugh you know so that's why i think i think it's absolutely fair for me to call myself uh, a comedian, you know, not stand up, not no, just just a comedian. Because, like I said, it's 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 a very broad term. It is, yeah. but I don't think you would ever consider yourself a comedian. Um, I think of a podcaster as more of like a personality than a comedian. I'm talking about just you, yeah. Just, um, just Brian, just Brian. Forget BP Burke. I like to make jokes. I like to. Do you consider yourself a comedian? Though? Probably not. No. That's what I'm saying. I think, because I'm not a professional comedian. Like, I think if I made money doing it, I would, like, a full-time living, then I'd be like, okay, I'm a comedian. I think that's where it is for me. Like, either you have to be at it like it's your job, Mm -hmm. like somebody that's, like, doing open mic nights a couple nights a week or as much as they can, or you have to, like, be doing it some other way and be making a living doing it. So you think that it's just, just making a living is what makes... Yeah. Okay. I think that's a big part of it, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm or, just or saying... Not, not maybe, or, if, or if you're just hustling like it is your job. Like, if you're doing... Like like I said, if you're like a, a stand-up comic, or you're like doing improv, or you're even a comedic actor, and you're going to auditions every day, and you're getting your headshots out there, and you're doing every open mic night you can, then okay, yeah, because you, you haven't made it yet, but you're a comedian. That's a stand-up comic. Right, right. And I think, because normally when I think of comedian, I think stand-up comic. Like, I would never I th- say... You know what I think of? I would I- never say, even though he's a comedic actor, I would never say, oh, Will Ferrell is a comedian. Yes, you would. Of course you would. Well, yeah, because he was on SNL, so that's different. I'm trying to think of, like, an actor who just does comedies. Or is mainly known for comedies. Um, Like, John C. Riley to me, is not a comedian. He's an actor that does comedy. He's not a comedian to me. To, uh, John C. Riley is Danny McBride to me is not a comedian. He's a comedian. He's a comedic actor. He's a comedian. Okay. Yeah. He's a comedian. I see him as a comedian. All right. Yeah. So that's that's where we. I, and, and here's where I, I I think anybody that has their when their thing is they're they're mainly one thing like like um it, it, it it's it's hard because uh would you say Ryan Reynolds is a comedian? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because he's well. Then it's tough. It's see, I don't know. Ryan Ryan Reynolds is a tough one because I think that there are people that 
if if you mainly like your career is mainly you being that that funny guy, which it is, he's mainly done comedy, right? Then he should be considered a, a comedian. For me, I think I'm more apt to see somebody like Danny McBride because Danny McBride's writing his shit. Like he's written a lot of like the Eastbound and Down stuff. Where if you're doing other people's shtick, even though the, you're still a comedian, yeah. Because then again, like Marx Brothers, I'm still they didn't write a lot of their shit either. Yes, they did. Oh, did they? Yeah. I thought they were just using like routines other people came up with. No, why do you think things like that? I, I mean, yeah, I'm sh- they've taken some shtick, some you know, some that were passed around, like like Niagara Falls. Slowly, <clears throat> I turn. Yeah, okay. Uh, step by step, I'm the more subdued Niagara Falls guy. I don't like it. Um, people like that, yeah. There, there were some, but no, they they wrote their routines. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the Marx Brothers wrote their routines. Yeah, there, there's going to be the exception, like Niagara Falls or um, Niagara Falls. That wasn't a that wasn't a prompt for you to do that. Um, or like the Susquehanna Hat Company. The Susquehanna Hat Company. I don't think that because I'm trying to think that I I don't know if the Stooges did that too. I think I think what I'm thinking of is Niagara Falls for them because I think that I think that the Stooges did Niagara Falls and Abbott Costello did it and. I think that actually they're the only two I knew that did that. That did that one. But yeah, I don't, I don't, it's, it's the medium. The medium's changing, to, you know, like, because it was what, you know, what were the, what were your options before? Yeah. It was stand up comedy or movies, TV shows, you know, and before stage plays. Vaudeville radio, yeah, yeah vaudeville, well, vaudeville, vaudeville stage plays, uh, but now it's podcasts and fucking uh, YouTube. YouTube, yeah, you know there there are other mediums that are that are in now. There are, so that's yeah, that's just where I that's where I think it is. I don't know. All right, yeah, fair enough, and that's probably a good place to kind of wrap it up. Yeah, call it a show. Yeah, I mean, the show was over like an hour ago. It was a half hour. We literally, I think we had the worst wrapped up about a half hour ago, but that's okay. No, I meant even the uh, main story. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. It was ago. over, and then we went on for like 20 minutes. Yeah, so eh, it happens. It happens. This is a whole lot of, a whole lot of, because you know what it is, too? I kind of jumped into This Week in Murder. Yeah. Like, yeah, we usually get all that nonsense out early, and then we just save it for I, the end this I week. I saved it for the end, which is good, right? right yeah, sure. If you're, if you're sticking around past who died the worst, you know what you're in for. Yeah. Cool. And uh, if you like what you're in for, we will see you next week with more murder. My dude.
Oh, damn, we never worked that song into it. What was that song from Catfish that... Was it the Lumineers or something? Is that what you were just doing? Yeah. Is that how it goes? It doesn't go... That's not what they do. Catfish. <laughs>